Hey everybody, this is Patty Negri. Welcome to the witching hour. Yep, that hour of the day when the veil is thin and magic happens. We have some sparkly and glamorous magic for you today. The one and only glam witch themselves, Michael Herkus. But before we bring on Michael, where's Patty? Because if I don't do this segment, I have no idea where I am. If you are tuning into this the week we first drop, which is Monday, September 25th, October's almost here, I am home. I probably just got home from Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, and Resonant Essentials doing a whole magical weekend in my first time in Albuquerque, and I'm sure it went fabulous. This next weekend, you can join me from wherever you are for Orange County Paracon, OC Paracon. Oh, no, no. Before that, this weekend, this weekend, Massachusetts Paracon. I'm practically on the plane already. My friend Sam Beltrizes has this beautiful, we're at a new location this year. Um, if you're anywhere on that East Coast side, please come. It's a beautiful event. Uh, the September 28th through October 2nd. And then I come back to LA and from wherever you are, OC Paracon is going to be a virtual event this year. So you could do it in your jammies or without pants on um, and all sorts of great panels and workshops and presentations from my friend Henry. It's ocparacon.com. The next weekend I'm going to be doing with PEX and I don't know what it is, so it's a secret but I'm sure I'm posting it all over the place by now. October 19th and 22nd, please join me in Texas at the very, very haunted, Haunted Hill House. It's a Paraflix event with my partner in Paraflix, Natalie Jones, and our ghost hunter girls, Sarah and Alicia and Haley and, and Natalie and myself are gonna go to very haunted, Haunted Hill House, and you guys can come with us. An investigation with this girl team, and boys can come too, and experience with us. It's really great. Tickets are going fast. So we would love to see you in Texas. Um, and then I'm going to New Orleans, because you have to spend New Orleans at the Vampire Ball, because New Orleans is the vampire city. So I'm going to be there for all week, the week before think, Halloween. And then I'm heading back to Michigan for Mid-Michigan Paracon. I know this is too much and I'm not even speaking correctly. So all you really have to do is go to pattynegri.com and you could see my list of everything I have coming up. Go to any of my social medias. I'm always posting the events and the tiles and everything for the events. There, if you want to see me, there is no excuse that you can't see me somewhere because I, I'm on the move and I would love to see you there. I go there to meet you guys and I'm, I love every second of it. And other than that, Tuesday, we have class at University Magicus. Wednesday, we have class at University Magicus. Wednesday, we have the Witches Movie Coven, and you don't want to miss that. That's where Heather Green, Jason Mankey, uh, Courtney Buckley, Richard Leal Lalar, and I argue about witches and witch movies. We rate them. We rate the witchcraft in them. We rate the movie themselves, the actors. It's really fun. It's really silly, but we actually do some good stuff. So that's live on YouTube and social media every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific. And that's all. Then I go to mid-Michigan Paragon. I already said that. So that's it. That's where I am. I'm going to go to sleep now. Hey, everybody, guess what time it is? The Willow Report? Nope, this is the Grace Report. She was starting to feel a little bad. She wanted some equal billing. Everything's all about Willow. Once in a while, it's about Willow and Grace. 
She wanted her own billing. She wanted her own starring role. Look at this beautiful baby. Now she's a rescue kitten. And right now there is a lot of kittens out there. So whether you go to your local shelter or somebody with a box outside of the grocery store, I highly recommend everybody finds himself a rescue kitty or two. This little one is a miracle in herself. My friends Grace and Lichen, Grace, yeah, there's the tie-in. They found her when she was probably four days old, umbilical cord attached, starving to death, and no mama in a garage. It was really hit and miss. My four friend Lichen had to stay up 24-7 feeding her constantly for weeks and weeks and weeks till they know she made it. But she made it, and she's the best cat ever. Huh, Grace? So take care of your fur babies. Lots of dogs, lots of cats need adopting right now, always. All this weird weather we're having. So I don't think there's anything better to warm up a home, to make a happier home than a dog or a cat or another critter that need, that needs you and bites your face. That's my grace. That's the great. You're not going to get top billing anymore if you just keep biting me. That's the grace report. <laughs>
or your ex or your current boss or somebody that's, ah, I don't want them to see me this way. Instead of running the other way, remember that you are magical people. Literally, spell, no spell, magical thing in your hand. Put on the intent. Put a glamour on yourself. I am my most beautiful. I am wearing beautiful clothes. I look good right now. I do three quick claps. You, no other magic needed. I am my most gorgeous. And then walk towards them instead of away from them. With confidence, say hello or whatever you want to say. They will not notice you are in your worst sweats or whatever you forgot to iron today. They will see that magic you just put into it. Remember, everything is energy. Everything is energy. And the energy we've sent from the inside out. So charge something magical for yourself so you have it tangible. But anytime you need it, it's already inside of you. Magic is everywhere. Just got to glam it up sometimes. Now, if you're going, what's going on? Her hair is extra fluffy today. What is this pink color she's wearing? It's because of my guest today. I have the one and only, he's an author, he's a witch, he's an intuitive stylist, the glam witch himself, Michael Herkus. Thank you so much, Michael, for coming on. Thank you so much for having me again. I love you. You're so fabulous. Ah, 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 fabulous to fabulous. No, no. And if any of you, he's been on once before. I don't repeat a lot of guests, but we just got to spend some time together recently at Hexfest in New Orleans. And who was the most glamorous one there? He was. <laughs> You're a mirror on the wall. <laughs> well, I mean, 22 outfit changes in a day. I know. It was pretty much that. And I can't believe it's like I, I had two suitcases and it was not enough. They were both 80 pounds. And I don't know how the heck it all happened because I'm only wearing caftans. But sequins weighs heavy. So, um, yeah. But it, it was about three to four outfit changes a day. So... <laughs> I know. And, and everyone more fabulous than the last. So really, everybody, if you don't know him, I'm, we're going to give all his contact and everything. But he's somebody you actually need to know and follow because there's nobody like him on this entire universe or planet. And truly one of my favorite people. So let's get back into. Um, so everybody's going, what is a glam wish? What is this? Um, you do have a new book coming out, correct? Do you want to talk I about that first? Yes. So it's called Glam Craft. Um, it's a really special book because it used to, it was actually supposed to be my second book. Um, but, uh, I ended up getting a couple of, of different book deals to do kind of like beginner magic books and things like that. Um, but, uh, Glamcraft is, uh, it's essentially my love letter on the art of glamour and presentation. And, uh, it's, um, it's really unique too, because I had complete creative control. So I not only designed the cover, but there's like wonderful illustrations inside of it. Um, perfect. We have examples of it there. There's photography, um, that I was able to be the art director on and things. And, uh, I just really wanted to truly showcase what glamour magic is. And, um, it's, uh, again, it's a, it's like a, coffee table inspired book, hardcover, limited edition, only 200 copies in print, where I think we're at like our last 50 copies that are available. So anyone that's interested in it uh, and like this, likes this interview, go ahead and grab them because they're, when they're gone, they're gone. <laughs> and again, everybody needs a little glamour in their life. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I wanted to, I wanted the book to be glamorous too. And I was so excited to, um, one thing that I did in it that I thought was kind of different and unique was I interviewed um, six different other authors uh, and magical personalities that are, uh, that I'm friends with and know. So 
um, just to kind of give a different perspective because of course I'm coming on and, and people know my kind of signature aesthetic now. It's pink, um, it's glittery, it's always caftans. Um, and I'm not trying to advocate for people to be like me, right? That's my glamour. So I wanted to showcase how other people kind of can work glamour magic into their practice. So we have interviews from people like Elise Marie, the beauty witch who talks about holistic beauty, um, Lilith Dorsey, who talks about uh, voodoo and glamour magic, um, a friend of mine who's, who's Hunter Vane, who does wonderful witchcraft drag portraiture online, um, and uh, a couple other wonderful people, Veronica Varlow, who talks about burlesque magic, Raven Digitalis, who talks about goth magic, um, and then Julia Helena Haddis, we kind of construct the perfect glamour cocktail um, and a mocktail version of it too for, for those who are thirsty witches out there. How excited. Thirsty, always. So always. Okay, for somebody who's going, okay, I understand witchcraft and we'll go there too, but what is glamour magic? So funny enough, uh, glamour magic, it was originally defined in the 18th century in Scotland as a witch's magic spell. So it was literally at one point considered to be just what we all kind of do now, um, an act of enchantment. And it wasn't until like the 30s or so that it kind of hit Hollywood culture and it kind of became connected to Hollywood lifestyles, um, more aesthetic types of things. And so now today, modern witchcraft, I know we probably, if, if anyone has seen that wonderful movie, The Craft, I know that was definitely like a gateway movie for me when I was a baby witch. Um, there's a scene in it where one of the girls like flashes her hands over her hair and instantly she's blonde and I wish I could do that. Um, but I have to go to the salon to do that and I encourage everyone to do that. Don't take, don't, don't bleach your hair at home. Um, but, um, but glamour magic is essentially using aesthetics um, to create positive change in your life. So use basically inner and outer makeovers. Um, and a lot of times it's heavily uh, influenced by your clothing, you know, what color you're wearing, the types of fabrics that you're wearing, as well as you know, things like fragrance and smell, jewelry, crystals, adornment, things like that. That's beautiful. So, and again, I, I'm not a, a glamour witch at all, but I remember when I was in a low place and somebody came over and um, she was like, kind of like coaching me, whatever. She was a, a, a fellow witch, a fellow pagan. She's like, and she looks at me and I'm in my worst sweat. She's like, change your clothes right now. Change your clothes right now. Put on your best thing. It's like, no, I feel too fat. I feel too, I put them on right now. I don't care. You're going to wear these until you feel better. The second I put on something I felt better on, I've felt better. <laughs> right? Isn't that funny? And so that's, there's two things there that I want to kind of point out that I talk about in the book too. And so one of them, and these, this is just kind of very practical magic. I mean, it's just kind of more down to like a psychological level, but like our brain is always going to tell like it's going to believe whatever we tell it. So if we're telling it like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't like how I look. I'm just, I feel frumpy. So I'm, I am frumpy because I feel that way. You know, it, it's going to believe it. But the minute you put something on and you start to get into the ritual of taking care of yourself, like that's an aspect of self-care. Like you, it really transforms how you feel and think. And then there's also um, a proven psychological term that I talk about in the book too called enclosed cognition. And it's just this study that was done that kind of showcases that um, the clothing that you wear has an effect on our cognition and how we perceive things. So these scientists kind of did it where they, um, they experimented with lab coats and um, how people like where they were wearing a lab coat 
when they wore it, they felt like they were a little bit more confident and they felt like they had more power because people perceived them in that way. Um, so I think that that's kind of cool. I, I always kind of think that magic in some ways is, um, it's science that hasn't been proven yet. And so I love finding elements of magic uh, that are, are like actually proven things that we've seen in the world. Well, that is true. I mean, again, coming from an acting background, what a costuming can do or a mask can do, acting 101, you do mask work because then you get to be somebody else or something else. So even if it's just uh, glamming up, costuming up yourself, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I love that you threw that in there too because that's a component um, that I talk about as well. And it's the art of creating a persona, right? So like you get that from like the acting perspective. And sometimes people might think, because I, I say too, a lot of times I, I kind of see incorrect information online and things that glamour magic is illusionary. It's trickery, right? But I look at it as more as like an illusion that starts with an A because you're alluding to something that already exists. So think like Halloween, acting costumes and things like that, um, cosplay. I mean, when you take on these types of roles, when you start dressing for like the way that you want to present, you take on this kind of character along with it. Um, and that can be very, very beneficial in like, and not only building up your self-confidence and like allowing you to express yourself with fashion, but it can also be used as a, a wonderful mask or a decoy that allows you to push away negativity or challenge and power through difficult times or, you know, get a date or get a job or all of these other wonderful things. And so all of that kind of gets tied back up into the art of glamour. I love it. I love it. Um, so which came first, the chicken or the egg? Were you like this glamour guy who found witchcraft and magic or a magical guy who, or did they come along together? Oh my gosh. So it's, um, it's been a teeter totter type of a thing. I mean, so I, I grew up an only child of a single mother in the South suburbs of Chicago. And, um, I always wore like lots of, I, I just, ever since I can remember, I was very much attracted to just witches on TV and television and things like that, um, as well as just like feminine power uh, in some kind of a way. So I would wear a lot of like my mom's like big t-shirts and like would go around the house is like, oh, they're dresses. But actually now as an adult, I'm like, that was my mini version of a caftan. But um uh, so I loved fashion. I was always kind of, my, my family would always say, oh, you're Mr. Fashion. Like I would always give out the fashion advice um, in the house. And then um, I got into witchcraft, uh, you know, of course, with the glamorization of it in Hollywood during the late 90s, seeing the craft, charm, Buffy, things like that. And um, I, was, I was hitting junior high and just, you know, figuring out who I was. So I wanted to find like a sense of empowerment. And when I saw, you know, witchcraft and Wicca and things like that, I just was like, Ooh, I, like, that's what I see on television. What, what's that all about? And um, so it, I loved it. It really gave me a sense of uh, empowerment. And then immediately after, uh, after high school, I landed a job at the infamous uh, Glamour Shots portrait studio, where I was not only like the lead photographer, but I would help out with makeup and things like that. And I loved it. And at the time I wasn't really too aware of it, right? I was just a young witch, but like, I, I didn't realize that truly like my power was in glamour. People would come in, I would get them all dressed up. They would go in front of the camera feeling so, you know, uncomfortable and leave feeling so badass and so excited about how their image came to life through the lens of my eye. 
And um, and then it just kind of continued on from there, you know, with with fashion and witchcraft evolving uh, uh, into my life until I wrote my my first book. Or actually, before all of that, I, I went to my first hex fest and reconnected with our friend Fiona Horn and um, got a, a job working at Witchcraft uh, Which Way magazine. Um, and then that led to the various books and and me creating this persona of the glam witch. So it's a it is a brand, but it's also this. Per- persona and this glamour that I've created for myself over time um, that have that have worked together in some kind of way. That's beautiful. And yes, and Fiona's pretty glamorous herself. <laughs> she was yes, she's the original glam witch. I mean I give all my credit to her. That's my, my uh, literary high priestess over there. <laughs> no, no, no. And again, I have several of your books that aren't, I, and look at, these are like yeah. used books. I've got notes. Your Lifestyles book, your Witchcraft for Daily Self-Care. Again, and yeah. they lead towards glamour in themselves because this is yeah. about self-care and love and enlightening up. So what uh, do you think? So if I, my, my people who are tuning in video or audio, whatever, and they're going, no, I'm not glamorous. I can't do a pretty sequence like that. I can't puff out my hair. This is so funny. This is not me. I love it. Um, so what would, what do you suggest? How can somebody do like baby steps to do? Is it like the person told me just take off your sweats or is it <laughs> inner in from the inside out outside? Do you do like spell work and have people do ritual and stuff? Or? Yeah, it's a little bit of all of all of that. I mean, there's definitely like, and it, it's funny because I just was talking to somebody about this the other day. It's kind of like which comes first, the chicken or the egg, when it comes to your internal confidence versus your external appearance. Because they kind of, you have to kind of go jump into both at the same time, right? Because on one hand, you know, it's a lot of times the feedback that you're getting on your appearance that helps boost your confidence. But also at the same time, it's that inner confidence that's just like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to get out of my own way and I'm going to try something new. So one of the tools that I've used when I've taught classes on Glamour before is that kind of idea of building an alter ego, building a persona. So any of our young social media witches out there, if you're familiar, there's usually um, an Instagram, Facebook thing that goes around once a year where you create a collage of the three characters that are you. Um, and uh, I kind of use that as a reference. So kind of look at like some of the different characters or archetypes that you like. It doesn't even have to be like, you know, actors, actresses. Um, it could be tarot cards. You can pull like three different tarot cards that you really want to embody. Gods or goddesses, things like that. Um, and kind of collage them together into this alter ego. And how you do that is, you know, examine them. Think about what it is that you actually admire about them. What qualities you already have within yourself. What parts of their story resonate with you. That's really, really important because that helps put you into the mix of it, right? And then you think about the aspects that you that they don't have, like that you don't have that they have, right? And how you can kind of find ways within your personality or maybe a strength in one of the other characters that can help pull that through. So in one way, glamour magic is definitely kind of the magical equivalent of fake it till you make it. But at the same time, it, it's creative and it's exciting because you can create these different characters and morph them together and definitely use, you know, different like visualization techniques. And what I mean by that is like, so when you kind of have your favorite character in mind, you think, oh my gosh, okay, well, I'm visualizing myself in the real world as this person. So as an example, like in, in Glamcraft, I talk about the 
the glam witch persona, I did the same thing. And I had three different characters that kind of morphed together into one. One of the one that I think might be the most common that everyone would know is Carrie Bradshaw from the infamous Sex in the City and that reboot oh, of it like that. Yeah. I yeah. loved her. Grew up watching it as a teenager and she was a writer in a big city surrounded by fashion. And that's exactly what I now live is my life. So sometimes I'm running around town and I'm visualizing myself, oh, as Carrie in the show. Yeah. I'm character energy that's going on right now and this is what I'm doing. And so that helps create this glamour as well. Oh, I love it. And who doesn't love, who didn't want to be Carrie Bradshaw? <laughs> really, this independent, beautiful woman. Um, so I have a question, how, with we looking at, and we look at media, and we look at Hollywood, and you look at, uh, here's three pictures or three ideas of what I want to be. How do we get past the part, but I'm not six foot two and 102 pounds and 12 years old? How do we create oh. our glamour? So one thing is, um, so one of the really important tools of glamour magic is mirrors, right? Mirrors are a very magical tool just in their own right. And they amplify energy or they reflect it or deflect it. And every single one of us on a daily basis looks at our reflection. Oftentimes it's the first thing that we do when we get out of bed. And guarantee, because I'm guilty of it on some days too, we wake up and we're immediately like, oh, I'm not, which is like the six foot two. I'm not 150 pounds. Oh, I have this pimple here today. I'm so ugly, X, Y, Z. But when you're doing that, if you're a magical person, you've started to kind of work and it doesn't even matter if you're a baby witch and you're, you're starting out. Um, once you start to kind of get in that mental flow of magic, our thoughts do create our realities. They just really do. And at a, after a certain point, you don't necessarily need the spells and rituals that you might need in the beginning. Literally just a thought and something can happen. And so when you're a witch and you're you're leading with your magical mind and the first thing you do is look at yourself in the morning and call yourself ugly in some kind of a way you're literally casting a curse on yourself basically you're you're literally wanting the world to see it that way so i always say ton like flip the script flip the perspective yeah i'm not six two now i don't have like these ripped muscles and things like that but you know what i love my eyes and i have gorgeous fucking hair and i love this about me and this about me and that's what i'm going to focus on in this reflection right now and then every time i pass my reflection throughout the day really focus on those those different aspects now of course there's other things that you can do as well you can do different spells and rituals to kind of help build that confidence. So one of them would be, of course, to take maybe like a pink, like a hot pink or an orange candle, because both of those would represent um, confidence in some kind of a way. Um, you can kind of then anoint that candle with, um, I'd say maybe like rose oil or even maybe some ginger or orange, throw on some like dried rose petals or something, light it. Um, light it between you and your reflection and literally speak about all of the positive things that you want to bring out. Or like a banishing that you could do is if you were to do like a bath magic spell, get a black bath bomb and maybe some like essential oils that are safe for the skin that represent banishing, like a little bit of like rosemary or lemon, mm -hmm. um, put that into the bath, have a black candle going and get a black, per um, not permanent, a black washable marker and kind of write the things that you don't like about your physical appearance on your body. Get into the bath, turn off all the lights so it's just that black candle going. Um, and... And really in that moment, you know, sit in that cauldron of darkness and 
wash off all of the things that you don't like once that candle is expired you're completely surrounded in darkness let it all out scrub it all off let it drain down and then as soon as you're done dry off and and fumigate yourself with some beautiful rose incense and so those are just kind of some simple um practical glamoury magical rituals that you can might want to do if, if you're kind of struggling on like how do i up my appearance how do i you know kind of move um beyond the imposter syndrome the self-doubt the trauma the negative the negative things but at the same time you know when we do our magic we also have to act practically so i always say too that it's very healthy to have a therapist and kind of do that real actual shadow work you know the 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 real life stuff um, on top of all of the magical stuff. Cause they, they have to work in tandem together. You have to work. Oh my God. I just fallen in love with your writing on your body with a non-permanent marker. Yes. With a non-permanent marker. And you see it wearing off my flabby arms or whatever that is. Cause I do a lot of, of simple, like I'll have carved soap or put it sharpier soap yeah. in the beauty bath or I'll charm my mirror. I'll charm the toothpaste and things like that. Put the match. But I have never even thought of, writing the stuff that you just want to let go and you wash it off. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to go take a bath. <laughs> right? It's the best. I love baths and bath magics. It's funny, like just kind of side note, like I just recently moved into a new apartment and I was looking at some and they didn't have baths. It was just showers. And I was like, we can't do that because I love my baths. That's my cauldron. I get to be an ingredient in there. It's fabulous. Yeah, I know. Great big old <laughs> water cauldron. I, I use... I use commodes toilets that way too. It's like everybody has a great big water cauldron. You can do all sorts of things. Exactly. Ah, um, so you actually do like you actually do like glamour makeovers for people, right? What does that mean? Yeah, I have some. So um, a lot of times, well, it kind of depends on the specific client. So sometimes it's just a matter of us kind of having a consultation and maybe looking at their astrological chart and kind of seeing, you know, what part of what I, I call their glam astrology, what aspects of their um, birth chart, like could it really help make their most unique um, selves? Uh, we can also do tarot readings that kind of showcase kind of where you need to go. Um, other people just kind of want advice. So we kind of talk about, okay, well, what is it that you're, you're looking for in your life right now? How can we incorporate those things into your appearance? So a lot of times it's very basic um, use of color magic. So that's really important within glamor. Um, if you're looking to bring in love in your life, wear reds and pinks somewhere in your complete aesthetic. And people get freaked out by that because they are, people love their signature colors and we know witches love wearing all black. Um, and sometimes it's even just as simple as wearing like an underwear. It doesn't have to be seen, but as long as you're, you have it actively on you and you're moving out and you're, you're, it's out there in the world, that's one way to kind of help stimulate all of that. So we kind of like examine those types of things. And then I've had clients too, that kind of want to have like a whole lookbook. Like they, we talk about kind of the things that work for them, practical level, like what shapes they want to wear, things like that. And then I'll kind of go and I'll kind of do some like research and give them some ideas on things. Um, and so that's kind of one of the ways that I kind of do these magical makeovers. Uh, and it all started with just me loving um, going shopping with friends and being like, what this is what we'll do here. This'll this'll look great on you here for this reason. Oh, you're trying to, to, to like bring in money? Well, you're gonna need this gold like outfit over here um or these this gold charm bracelet i just see that being something that's like gonna be work working good for you um so yeah so it's like what a stylist does but you're coming from yeah. a magical perspective as well as exactly. a fashion perspective and yeah. who doesn't know that i love that you mentioned underwear and color uh, yes 
I'm just launching my power panties. I've actually been doing this for like literally 20 years. I have been telling people, I and I work, because I work with Hollywood people, whether it's an A-list celebrity or what, I'm going, okay, you have a really important interview or something, wear this color panty, wear this color blue, picture yep. this sigil or this symbol, this words, do a 30 second spell. And for literally two decades, and now with the print on demand, it's like, well, just do it. So I have my Patty's power panties and they come. I love it. Yes. I guess it's fashion and they all have magical sigils and symbols. They're all aligned with the color. They all come with a really simple uh, spell, boys, girls, everything in between. And it is so important. I've always, and I have so many people before I even had this, you could do your own. Of course. It's like, okay, have, have this color panty or this. Cause it's, your most intimate place you're putting clothes on and whatever you are on the outside, it's just pure magic. And you put that intent into it. So that's awesome. Absolutely. And it doesn't stop with clothes either. It can literally be your jewelry, right? So the different crystals, we all love our crystals, right? As witches and the energy that they exude And nine times out of 10. I mean, there's so many crystals out there, but nine times out of 10, like if you know your color magic and your symbolism of colors, the color is going to align with what, what that crystal is. Um, so I always tell people like, don't get so freaked out. If you really like are needing this, like if you wanted to bring in like luck into your life, a gold type of a crystal is probably going to be really, really great for you love pinks will be great sexuality passion the red stones are there for you or like the deeper oranges and things like that um but yeah that's that's definitely a part of it too and then even like i love that she talked about sigils because that's something that can be done as well where you um you know for anybody that doesn't know kind of what a sigil is it's a magical symbol that you create and so there's a couple of different means to do it but um you can even literally take like a sharpie and write it into your tag on your clothing. Or if you really want to get creative, um, get a needle and a thread and stitch it into the lining of your clothing. Um, and, uh, or I always say for, for success, put a bay leaf in your shoe, because um, they're for success and then you're walking in success for the whole day. It's beautiful. I love it. And I love the simplicity of simple magic that shifts everything. It shifts your mindset, which is the first thing you have to do. It has the mm -hmm. magic of that color herb oil what whatever you're doing and then stepping into it so I, and i love real quick just just real quick like i that you i i, <laughs> I love that you said um simple magic because that's something too that i've seen a lot of people when they talk about glamour magic like some people think it's like so so su super hard but it's something that like we literally do on a daily basis right like we dress to impress if you're going for a job interview you dress a certain way to go and get that. If you're out here trying to sell a book or do something like that, you dress a certain way to meet the audience. It's it's advertising and marketing 101. And, um, you know, once you kind of work on your glamour, like in, in your appearance, and it just, it builds your confidence. Your self-expression builds your confidence. And the more confident we are as witches, the more magical we are. It's like, yes, our clothing, our tools, we have, oh, we love all of our tools, our crystals and things like that. But at the end of the day, we truly are our most powerful tool and glamour is definitely one route to get there and to really tap into the power of you and your uniqueness um so i just want to share that thank you no that is beautiful so if somebody's going okay i definitely i i need this i'm like lost in my oh whatever um and i know your one book is again uh witchcraft for self-care is there mm -hmm. any like good starter things for people that they could add either ritual wise or just idea or thought pattern wise that they could 
you know, just start to get something into their life? Yeah, I think um, it's, and it's again, it's going to be something very, very simple. It can just be literally taking like a little five minute break, a little five minute meditation in the day. Um, I think, unfortunately, like the way the society is in our, our world right now, like we overwork, <laughs> we work, we work, we work, we have all these different responsibilities and we just are expected to go, 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 go. And think that self-care is not something that we have time for. But at the end of the day, if we look at the idea that witches, we are up to be of service within the world, we can't, just like a car, if a car is out of gas, it ain't gonna get you nowhere, right? Yeah. So you have to take a minute to step back, uh, refill, rejuice, and, and focus on yourself. It's important. Um, again, like think about airplanes. They always stress, you know, you have to take care of you before you can help your neighbor. And so that's one of the ways that I look at self-care. And so a very, like very easy beginner step to it all is just literally trying to find like a five minute moment in your day that you can just relax, focus on your breathing. Breathing techniques are very, very important. Mm -hmm. um, and and just close your eyes and drift off. You can think about anything. It, 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 you don't have to fully like have a whole, out-of-body experience. I think even myself early on, I struggled with meditation because I had a thought of like how it should go, but it's really just turning off the brain for a minute and tuning into yourself. Smell what's around you, listen to what's around you and literally kind of get lost in the sensory moment that you're experiencing. And that is, I think, the best starter. Beautiful, beautiful. So again, yeah, it is inside to out and outside to in and you meet in the middle because you could see yeah. somebody on put on the finest outfit, but it's still on the inside if they're just not there. It's like, oh, so yeah, I said, absolutely. One hundred percent. I love that you brought that up. It is true. And you see, um, I, I call it uh, faux real, F-A-U-X real. <laughs> Are you for real? Um, and uh, just this kind of idea that, you know, Number one, again, kind of fake it, fake it till you make it, but also don't come across looking like you're faking it, if that makes sense. Like there's a fine line between it. So, and, and of course we do see it. We see the people that are, you know, everything that society would kind of represent as like the most beautiful thing go, going on, but they're, the lights are on, but no one's home, essentially. <laughs> they're not like in control or there's no power behind it. And then you have somebody that can kind of come in and it doesn't even matter what they look like because they're just absolutely charming you with their presence. That is glamour. That is a skill where you can walk into a room and you turn heads like that. And it doesn't, it really doesn't matter what you're wearing because you just possess this energy. And that's where that internal is coming out. And you can meet it in the middle. You can throw on some extra sparkly, wonderful things to draw attention in. And um, kind of circling back now that it's on my mind to uh, uh, something we had talked about earlier of people kind of like, if you're a little afraid of, of kind of stepping out of your comfort zone and trying, trying to do glamour magic, Another thing I like to remind myself is that everything is energy, right? So if somebody, uh, I had a wonderful um, interaction with a, a lovely spiritual person that I, I love dearly, Hudson Light, earlier this year at a retreat, and we had a talk about if someone gives you something, right? If they're giving you a gift, if it's hate, let's say that they're giving you an ugly stare or something like that, mm -hmm. you can simply just say, no, thank you. And that is no longer yours. It goes right back to them. So don't take on the the negativities of the world, or just look at it this way, that's energy. They're using it in a negative way, but find a way to take that energy and use it towards your goal. So one of the reasons why I'm, 
I'm always very, I'll use the term extra in my clothing and my appearance with the sequins and the caftans and the bright colors and the shimmers. Well, one, sequins, it's a mirror, it's reflective, right? So it's going to sparkle and bring attention in, but at the same time, it's gonna reflect negativity back out. So that's one of the reasons why like fabric choices can be really important in your glamour magic. Um, but also because it, when someone turns to me and they're like, oh my God, I love your outfit, or they look at me from across the street and they're like, ew, that's all energy. And I can take that and use that to help stimulate and further my other spells, if that makes sense to you. Yeah. So if, if you're if you're kind of brand new to witchcraft, when you know, when you do a spell, which is essentially a prayer with some extra added effects, mm -hmm. um, you you do this part where you raise energy. And so I like to raise energy after the spell to keep that spell alive. And I do that by wearing my clothing. I'll continue to wear the color that's associated with what I want, or just kind of put on a lot of really extra things to get that attention and then use that energy to further stimulate my goals and my intentions. So get out of your head, screw the people that are like gonna say negative things to you, find ways to flip the script and use that power for yourself. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to get my glamour wand and go there. Absolutely. So, um, it, this is fabulous. I'm just, you guys check it out. And I can't wait. I'm going to check out that new book. And I love yeah. all your other books. You have a lot of different books out there and stuff. So, I do. And I'm, I'm literally, I have to turn one in in the next two weeks <laughs> for Llewellyn. Um, which is, it's going to be on this idea of glam astrology and using your astrological chart to create the most unique, powerful expression of you with, with the cosmos. So it's, um, it, it it's hopefully going to be out at the, around like this time next year. So everybody keep an eye out for that. Um, I did like a little preview class of it at Hexfest and everyone was super excited. So it's been a really fun book to read. I can't wait for it to come into life. Oh yeah. I can't wait to get it too. Says Llewellyn, I'll get it. Yay. Yes. Um, so, all right. So I'll know my friends and my, everybody watching and listening is very intrigued. So before we go, tell people if you have anything coming up, they could see you at or where they can find you online, website, social media, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. So my website is www.theglamwitch.com. It's the best central source for you to go to. It's going to have links to all of my books so that you can go ahead and purchase those. It's also going to have links to all of my social media because we know now that we have so many imposters out there who are ripping people off and we don't want that. Even with those blue check marks and stuff like that, we still get them. So if you're ever in doubt, just go to my website. It links to all of my information, all of my upcoming events and all of that good stuff. Um, the only thing that I have that I um, kind of know about right now that I can talk about is WitchCon. So it's put on again by Christian Day and Brian Kane who do Hexfest. And I believe it's in March of next year, but if you just go to witchcon.com, you can get your tickets. And um, I'm teaching a, a class on Glamstrology um, actually. So you'll get another little preview of that there. I love that. Okay. I don't, I don't remember if I was doing WitchCon or not. I did it first year. I missed it last year and my dog's going crazy. I apologize. Hi. <laughs> That's Willow. She's glamorous. She's a glamorous dachshund. Um, yes, he needed to be in on the magic here. <laughs> and I and I love that you had astrology. I am not. I love astrology. I it is doesn't work in my brain. It's like too mathematical for me or something. So. And so the funny thing is, is like I hate math. I really can't do it. Like it is the like ooh no. <laughs> yeah, I can put me on an 
island and I think I can survive, but doing a math is not for me. But like I, I, it took me going to an actual astrologer that was able to break it down into more like smaller fundamental parts um, where I was able to get it. And so I do have a, just kind of like a beginner's astrology guide for witches. That's one of my books that is out there if anyone's interested. That's well, a lovely book to you. <laughs> Get to, just to kind of like look at it a little bit differently because we can get psyched out on it, right, too. And it, it's because even just astrologers, like award-winning astrologers that have been studying it for their entire life, there's still stuff they don't know because there's so many, like for everything, there's like another hundred things if you like go down that route. But with witchcraft, we don't necessarily need to go down all of those different avenues. But when we do know some of the important pieces, it just helps our magic because it's a part of magical timing, um, which is very, very important. Like I'll share just very, very quickly if we have time, but like, I wasn't paying attention to astrology when this book came out and it came out during Mercury retrograde. And there was every problem in the name of the earth that came with this book. The printers like released it all with damaged stuff. It, it slowed down the release of everything. And it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, hmm, I really should have, because I, I know better. Um, so now I like, have to really like pay attention to like all of the different retrogrades and what the planets are doing, because they really do have an effect on us. And as witches who work with energy sources, we should be able to kind of tap into that a little bit and know a little better. <laughs> yes, yes, so I'm gonna have to go get your book. Um, anyway, you guys check him out, Michael Herkus. Um, you are one of my just favorite people on the planet now that I've actually got to meet you. So you guys follow him, check him out, go to his website, check out his books. You can get them. I can't wait to get the new one and everybody add some glamour. So thank you, Michael. Thank you so much, Patty. Ah.